Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we discuss the films in the DC Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. Uh, my name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. I'm Joey Esposito, and I'm also on social media at Joey Esposito, and you can listen to me on the You Had Me at Hello podcast. And you should listen to You Had Me at Hello podcast. Uh, today, Thanks. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> today we're going to be talking about minute number 92 of Man of Steel, and uh, the minute starts out with uh, the Kryptonian attack ship that was picking up General Zod, taking off, and uh, the minute's going to end with uh, three U.S. military aircrafts in flight. Making their way to Smallville. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I think so. Context clues. Um, yeah. Begun the Battle of Smallville has. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. This guy has um, got jokes. I really like the shot that they have in this minute where it almost seems like a Wild West cowboy. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that shot is really cool. Especially, like, because, like, what you have is kind of like a misdirection. So, like, you have General Zod in one direction being taken on attack ship and flying away um but then Kalo turns around and there's two black silhouettes in the middle of the street just a very straight road um one small one one big one the small one has a cape you know it's probably Feora. it's like vegeta and napa that's what i've been saying this whole time yeah. this movie i said this a lot like when this movie first came out this movie is the saiyan saga of dragon ball z in a film. Yeah. It's the same storyline. Um, and that's what's happening. Is you have Feora and Namek, who's the big one. Um, we talked about him when he was in the prologue. He's half Kryptonian, half Rondor beast. So he's kind of like a, a Frankenstein monster of a mm-hmm. of a person. Um, and I just... I love the way that they look. Because they're both intimidating but in very different ways and especially with Feor with the cape that's torn and yeah. like it just looks so badass um it's i feel like I, sh- I should interject here real quick just to say that i'm so glad that i am on for these particular minutes this week because this is this starting with like this minute and up through basically where we we leave like this chunk um i was on set for that so like <laughs> What, and what's really funny is, you know, shooting. What, what's that? The big, the big guy, Frankenstein guy's name? Namek. Namek. So like they on set, it was like you know we were there for a press set visit basically, and we saw like the actor with like this big pole, and everyone was like theorizing like what could that character be? Like oh maybe it's Metallo or Brainiac or whatever, and it's just like of course like spinning these ridiculous theories, and then it's like a guy whose name I don't even know, which <laughs> I just think is. Is, is hilarious um but but yeah so that's all yeah well and i think this was one of the first things i remember seeing a lot of photos from this uh this battle like way early when man of steel was first like in production and people were talking about it and they were showing set photos like i remember a lot of photos being of feora and superman in the street of smallville um is what I remember. So I feel like this is one of the earlier things that they did. I could be wrong. Possibly. Maybe it was know. just a, a press junket that really yeah. showcased it. Yeah. Possibly. Um, well, it's like it, it was it was weird because uh, I was on set like it was August, like the end of August 2011, and obviously the movie didn't come out till June 2013. Mm-hmm. So 
<laughs> it was like it was pretty early on and also those pieces were embargoed for like two years which was ridiculous so now joe you mentioned that you were on set you want to talk a little bit about that why were you on set <laughs> for the listeners um, yeah i mean it was i used to work at um ign.com and i was you know i, I ran the comics uh channel and so I was sent to the Man of Steel set visit along with some other outlets um, just to watch a day of filming and, you know, interview the cast and stuff in between takes. So it was cool. Like, it was in this, like, Chicago suburb, like, an hour outside of it, which is the Smallville set. And everything that you see in this scene was basically there. Like, the 7-Eleven was destroyed and on fire. And there's wreckage from the planes, like, just smoking in the street and stuff. It was really, really cool. They basically just, like, shut down this small town and turned it into the Smallville battle zone. That's awesome. Um, and so, like, all the interviews and stuff were done in, like, this pool hall that was on that main street that you see. Mm-hmm. And so, like... I think at that point, the only thing we had seen was that initial press image they released of Henry in front of the safe. Oh, yeah. Um, which is also in that town, which we will see in a later minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's but, also in this week. Yeah, so it's it was pretty cool. And, like, um, you know, Henry came in to do interviews between takes, so he was, like, in his full getup. And it was just like, whoa, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, like... And I feel like I was predisposed to like him because I saw him in person in the costume mm-hmm. and like he was just so nice and it was just like he looked like Superman, you know? Oh, yeah. And uh, he he was talking about like because they're shooting in a real town and like the locals are like trying to get a peek and stuff like he would see little kids that are like peeking in and he's in his costume and they would all be like super excited. So it was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you get to interview Feora? Or anyone else? Um, we did not, because she was... she. I love Feora, but she was... Um, I think the act, the actual actress wasn't there that day. Like, it was just her stunt double. Oh, bummer. Because mm-hmm. they were shooting, like, the, in the later minute when Feora and Superman are fighting and, like, he tries to fly away and they grab him and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that was what they were shooting that day. Um, along with, like, the... the the shots coming from the airplane or whatever. Um, so I, I, I don't think I talked to her, unfortunately. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> but at least you got to talk to Henry. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, it was super cool. Get it? Super cool. Oh. Superman. Super cool. <laughs> this guy. Um, so do you think Feora and Namek, before this they were in... Um, what were they in? Ken Farm. Oh, okay. So yeah. they were all standing there. I thought you meant like in no. publication history. Or no, something. no, no, no. Before this, they were in at Kent Farm. Did Namek and Fiora like fly and follow Superman as after he flew away with uh with Zod, or they didn't come from this same Kryptonian attack ship? Well, there were right? two at that farm. Weren't there two? I thought there was just one. I thought there was two. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if they traveled. Um. Traveled by on foot. On foot, yeah. That's why it took them so long. They were trying to figure out their their leaping. They had to be cool. bound. They wanted to have a cool entrance. They're yeah, super, that's supervillains do. It's really cool. The more I think about it, the more I can't stop thinking about them being Vegeta and Nappa, especially mm-hmm. just walking down that street. Like they just look, the two of them next to each other. Like that's like exactly what's happening. Yeah, I'm I, this right now. Recording this now is the first time I'm realizing that. I've been saying it for years, Nate. Well, He's not I don't, I don't to listen me. to you when you talk. Yeah. You should know that by now. Yep. 
uh but yeah it's just like a really cool shot the way that they're they're set up and whatnot um in this scene in this minute is also like you got the people running across the street back and forth getting into their shops and locking it and putting the chain gates down and yeah. locking the doors <laughs> there's always the argument on the internet of people saying you know locking your door isn't gonna stop yeah, superman from cra- was, like that's uh, like I, it, it annoys me it really annoys me that it's like just like a constant thing that we have to deal with, especially now when we're like going what through you, it. What else would you like if you were in that situation? That's exactly I guarantee all those exactly. people saying that. That's what you would do. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't even need to do? be an argument. I would just like I would I would enter my shop that I was working in, but I would go out the back, get in my car, and, and leave. Home. Yeah, yeah. But like you'd lock the door. I mean, like you'd get inside. You'd just get out of the way. One. You know, Cal's telling everybody, like, hey, get inside. Like, it's not safe. Obviously, he's going to be saying that because, one, he doesn't know the extent of what he can do. So, in his mind, what's the safest thing that they could do? Uh, Just get off the street. Just get out of the way. Just go inside. Not like – I mean, maybe if he threw in, like, a get out of here. It's not safe. Yeah. It would be more believable. But, like, um, get inside, lock your doors. What else are you going to say? You're, like, right there. You're seeing him freak out. He's never been in a fight let alone a super fight. So why, like, how are you supposed to prepare for this? Um, one thing I will say is, like, you don't hear any military saying, like, evacuate the area. Like, yeah. Get out of here. Like, yeah. Shit's going to go down. Maybe because they got there before the military? I don't know. Um, Nathan Hardy preps the whole team, but he doesn't prep the civilians. What? Sounds... He's, well, he's not there yet. What, are they going to call the mayor's office? I don't know. Like, <laughs> hey, get out. I I expect like uh, like a Godzilla film where they have like the loudspeakers drop this town saying like hey evacuate the town like it's because they didn't test for nuclear bombs <laughs> yeah um, but I feel like someone should be telling like some military or something know. should be like hey or like tornado we warning. have tornado sirens here we live in Florida we got yeah, tornado okay. sirens the, here they'll they'll uh, they'll get the picture once the missiles start dropping. Yeah, like that's true. Do you think like that's a you terrible could... way to find out? Is a tornado siren just a siren? Can you come out with like a voice saying like evacuate, get out, leave, lock your door, <laughs> get inside? Yeah. Do you I, know? I Can you do that? Well, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I think I don't they're know treating it the same way as a tornado. Um, human typhoon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. I have a question about the military since we're on the subject. Um, well, first I gotta say that. Colonel Nathan Hardy sounds like Peter Stormare in this minute. Um, that's what he sounds like. Um, but <laughs> is the U.S. military allowed to engage this closely uh, to a civilian town with fighter jets? I feel like this is probably a special situation. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just like, do what you have to do. Yeah, that's I think that's crazy. true. Yeah. It's insane. It is crazy. That's insane. But like, we don't get that a lot here but it does happen other places around the world man yeah so i mean i understand like using military in a civilian town like if you need to do it go ahead but i'm just saying like you know fighter jets getting like the like they're freeing their weapons so they can use it like that's that's a crazy thought to have yeah Yeah. i I mean but like it's i'm sure that if this were to happen in real life it would be like hey man you got you got to do what you got to do but i feel like that's something that we see a lot in superhero movies these days like or even like in avengers you know there's that the shadow council or whatever that's gonna nuke manhattan Mm -hmm. to defeat the 
the aliens and I, I think this is like that but on a smaller scale yeah I mean it's just like what if uh, what if this right now see it just goes back I think Nathan Hardy should have been uh, Rick Flag, and like this would have been the birth it would have been the birth of what Amanda Waller has to do with you know Cadmus and all these other things that she's doing you know it, it would have connected yeah. the universe just a little bit he should have been Rick Flag, but we get him as guardian if you will a little Easter egg there mm-hmm. that you didn't even point, point out Mark what's wrong with you that's your job all right well they call him guardian <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so well, instead of are you also saying that instead of engaging the kryptonians they should have doing been doing more like evacuating of the civilians the military itself yeah um that's a very loaded question mark because then you're kind of like thinking is our military more attack base like hey we see a threat we gotta neutralize the threat or are they gonna say hey there's two versus one really superpower beings they're gonna fight it out on their own maybe we should get the civilians out that seems more like the good guy thing to do. That seems more like the Superman thing to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I know but that mean. doesn't happen in our world. So everybody's just going to yeah. flash your teeth and show off your guns and attack, attack, attack. That's what's happening in this minute. This is. The, I think this is the showing of the teeth almost. Absolutely. Because so. uh, there's no action yet in this minute. But it is the build-up to the next minute. Mm-hmm. Um like I said, this is a very Wild West scene. It's a very, like, gunslinger moment. You even get the close-up shots of their fists mm-hmm. getting ready. Like they're reaching fight. for their pistols. Yeah. They're six shooters. That's what they're doing. So it's a very tense scene. Um, I love this scene. It's a beautiful scene. Um, I will say the only, like, Man of Steel statues that I have are Superman and Feyora, and they are absolutely facing each other. <laughs> in this way like that's on the desk cool. so that's pretty cool I do <sighs> remember there being a statue of him uh, on the safe I feel like that was a thing like like stepping oh, stepping like out of the like safe yeah. yeah something like that I don't remember sounds sounds about right there was another statue of the one where like he's uh, Zod's throwing the giant uh, what do they call that thing it's the not, girder yeah the girder jeez that's he's like, like doing that. Half? Yeah, he's like up yeah. in the air. There's a statue that they have that. Huh, cool. I don't like it. You don't like it? No. <laughs> Fair enough. He really set that up as though it was awesome and then just tore it down. Yeah. No. Disappointment. Damn. Story of my life. <laughs> oh, you are? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, that's all I had for this minute. What about you guys? Um, Nathan Hardy says that he personally engaged uh, them the Kryptonian, like the whatever, the hostiles on a close range. Mm-hmm. Is he just referring to when Superman breaks the handcuffs off of him? Because well, this isn't. Feora. The only time that him and Feora look at each other is when she's like, let me get Lois Lane. He's like, back off, lady. That's it. There was no. Nobody threw punches. He didn't see anything's a strength. He didn't see anything from a Kryptonian until Cal broke the uh, handcuffs off of him. Right? Am I not. That would be enough evidence for me, though. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel like that is, but also he's, like, I just realized that watching this minute. he's embellishing a little bit. Yeah. Like, I, 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 never, I never paid attention to, like, what he's actually seen a Kryptonian do before this, where he has the hand-to-hand comment with Feora after he says all that. But they've yeah. also been monitoring them. 
He like, said personally, I've faced that, I've encountered them. Something like that. I don't know. So it's, I mean, yes, the breaking of the handcuffs and like saying like, oh, wow, this guy can fly and he can break handcuffs off. He's got to be, you know, he's got to be the guy. (laughs) So, yeah, I think he was just, he's just referring to the handcuffs. It's kind of silly. It's a little, he's a liar. He's a little exaggerated now that I think about it. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. But anyway, that's what you get for the, the perks of doing it minute by minute. This is the payoff right here. <laughs> Minute number ninety-two. Write it down. Remember it. Nah, I won't. Um, that's all I got. That's all you had, yeah. Joey. Did you have anything else for this minute? No, I think we covered it. Cool, perfect. Alrighty, guys, we're gonna wrap up for today. Uh, if you love what you heard, don't forget to leave us a great review on iTunes. It really helps us out. Don't forget to check out everything that Joey's got going on his side. And uh, if you're looking for some other podcasts that are not so nerdy, we also have Honey Hold My Beer, which is just two gals who share craft beers. And some of the oddest stories I've ever heard. Uh, we have Stellar Dynamics, which is the ultimate uh, podcast for Rush fans and the soon-to-be Yes fans. I think they're going to start covering Yes albums. And then there's also Nate does Tarantino Minute, which they're doing minute by minute Reservoir Dogs right now. Mm. So check those out, and we'll check you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.